often you see there's certain customers who just buy on product attributes and price, but I think in a category where mums and dads care so deeply about their children and what they're feeding them, I think it's just so important. They want to know what more there is behind a brand. I think looking at millennial customers now is important to them that businesses are doing more than just making and selling product. Hello and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Today's guest is passionate about making it easier for parents to provide a healthy, happy life for their children. She was fed up with the foods full of artificial additives and with very little nutrition and unethically marketed to kids. So along with her husband, she decided enough was enough. 16 years ago, she launched Whole Kids, an Australian food business providing organic snacks for children. Whole Kids was Australia's first food business to be certified as a B Corp and is one of the founding members of B Corporation here in Australia. Whole Kids are passionate about making profits with a purpose and their aim is to bring about long-term sustainable change in the way that food is sourced, manufactured, distributed and ethically marketed to children and families. Our guest on the show is Monica Meldrum, founder of Whole Kids. I've asked Monica to come on to the show to talk about the role of purpose in her business and discuss discuss how purpose influences in the purchase decisions of mothers. Hello and welcome, Monica. Hi, Katrina. Thank you so much for having me. It is so great to have the opportunity to catch up. I feel like it's been way, way too long. I want to kick things off at the very beginning if we can. I'm keen to tap into what inspired you and James to launch Whole Kids? Yeah, so it goes back to, for me, early 2000, uh, I was asked to lead a a team of Australians over to Indonesia to deliver an aid program to children living in poverty. And uh, I went with a team of 16 others and we had people from all different backgrounds, um, an agricultural scientist, lawyers, doctors, and we had to really decide when we got there, uh, you know, how we would use the funds uh, to effect change in a way that was keeping with the community and would really improve uh, their well-being and so we had a look at the schools we had a look at the irrigation system the hospital but we all just kept coming back to the children and um, you know there were so many children that were the thing that struck us about them was they were just so happy they had nothing and it was monsoon and uh, it was raining really uh, flooding the drainways and the kids would make this game of uh, jumping into the drains and uh, you know kids as young as two on the backs of their siblings being carried downstream and you know the thing that struck us was that it was uh, incredibly dangerous and it was unhygienic and uh unsafe so as a team we sort of got together with the locals and we decided the best thing we could do was create this safe place for the community to gather and for the children to play and for me that really planted the seed for whole kids I you know returned to Australia and there was a lot of press around the incidence of childhood obesity diabetes um, allergies were one in four and I started to realize it was the food system that was making our kids sick and I had a good look at the market and could see that big food companies were 
were just over-processing foods, misleading customers, using tactics to hook kids, and I just felt it, it wasn't good enough. So I had a real look at the industry and I also had this idea, wouldn't it be amazing that uh, if we could develop these products that contributed not only directly to kids' health through the products themselves but use our business to create all sorts of programs to wrap around that to improve social equity for children. And so that was kind of the first big idea and I guess James, my husband, had studied, he'd done an MBA in the States and had studied companies like Ben & Jerry's and Patagonia that were very much focused on purpose and we kind of got together and we were a bit disgruntled with our corporate careers and decided that we should have a shot because otherwise we'd never know and wouldn't it be amazing if we did something that really created change in the world. I just love that story. I've actually, it's not the first time I've heard it, but I absolutely love, you know, I never tire of it. It's its its such a, a wonderful source of inspiration. Now, listen, my corporate career, just talking about that, my corporate career was actually in the grocery industry and I spent my days, you know, negotiating uh, deals with the supermarkets, the, uh, the, the big ones. And the process, I know the process of getting ranged and supported by Australian supermarkets is certainly not easy. I want to ask, how did you do it? Oh, sure. Well, it's it's one of those things where we deliberately had this strategy of building our business outside and around the supermarkets because we were sort of five years ahead of, uh, you know, the market. We'd seen the growth in organic food overseas, but it, it hadn't quite moved to Australia. And so we started off working with smaller retailers and really positioning our business and growing a really good following for it. And then we had uh, two women who were in job share roles with Coles who approached us. Actually, We'd been approached several times, but when we were having discussions, realised that although the volume would be really good, that it was a pretty big thing for us to take on and we just wanted to build a base first. So, And then we were approached sort of after about five years from Coles and had discussions and we walked away. And then about six years ago, two women who were in job share role had two little kids and they purchased our products and, and they came to us and just said, what do we have to do to get you into stores? We absolutely love the brand. So that was a real collaboration and we were very fortunate that we had the opportunity and it sort of took 12 months of talking to them, working out what they really needed, what they were looking for, how we could fill that gap and created a range that we launched together. And three of those products are still on shelves at the moment. But, you know, over time we realised that that was a really fortunate position we were in and to really stack up against competing brands, we had to get smarter at what we did. We had to streamline things. We had to really become accustomed to using data to inform decisions. You know, we were incredibly passionate about what we did, but it had to also provide a benefit for the supermarkets as well. So we sort of got a bit cleverer at how we did business with them. Oh, yes, so important. They absolutely love data. So can I just say a really big congratulations because I just know just that is just not an easy road at all. Monica, today I'm really keen to talk to you about purpose and and really its role in marketing to parents. And I want to start by just asking you, you know, what is a purpose-led business to you? Like how would you actually define a purpose-led business? 
I think purpose is really comes back to the heart of what the business is all about. And for us, we had a very clear purpose from day one. And our purpose at Whole Kids is about creating healthy, happy lives for kids. And for us that, you know, there's no mention of the products in that because it just runs so much deeper than that. It's about everything we do to support families, to support kids. And, you know, it may mean that we venture into other categories or other business models at times. But um, I think having that purpose, that's kind of like our guiding light and when we've had to face difficult decisions over the years you know it's often meant we've had to say no to opportunities because they don't align with our purpose but having it means that when times are really tough it's there to just always reflect on fall back on and kind of is the linchpin behind all decisions and direction the business takes so it's everything really. I I love that because my next question was going to be about how it plays out in your day-to-day activities but it really is it's kind of your true north it's your guiding light that allows you to make decisions within in the business so that's awesome your podcast host katrina mccarter has launched her second book called the mother of all opportunities this book has been written for board directors c-suite senior marketers and business owners to shine a light on the enormous opportunities for growth which exist in the mum market Katrina demonstrates why now is the right time to rethink your relationship with the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Fast track your brand and build a competitive advantage by gaining critical research-based insights into this massive and underserved market. If you live in Australia, you can get your copy from www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash book. If you live overseas, you can get your copy from Amazon. important has purpose been in your success? Do you think it's a differentiating factor in mums choosing whole kids over other offerings? Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. And I think it's, you know, often you see there's certain customers who just buy on product attributes and price, but I think in a category that, you know, where mums and dads care so deeply about their children and what they're feeding them, I think it's just so important. They want to know what more there is behind a brand. I think looking at millennial customers now who are coming through, you know, it is important to them that businesses are doing more than just making and selling product. And uh, so, yeah, absolutely. You know, and even the supermarkets are saying to us that uh, it's something that is just so important right now and it's the brands that are currently uh, doing more and you know you look at Gen Z who are sort of at the higher end 25 they'll soon be having children and you know we've been on the streets marching with those uh, those kids and those youths uh, on issues that are important to them and it's those brands that they will recognize and they'll carry on with and I think over the years you know we have to be good at what we do we have to have good products on shelf we have to be competitive with price and everything else but I think what we're seeing now is as people learn more about our brand and about our purpose they're really getting behind it and supporting it so it's really critical to have that and I think for for us ourselves and for our staff it just also gives them a sense of we're, we're all achieving something together a sense of motivation a sense of more than just being in a business that sells product. 
Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And that's something I've really witnessed in my own children. Even I've got teenagers and they'll pull me up in terms of when we're doing the shopping on the brands that I choose around social purpose as well. So I do think that it's going to be increasingly important for our mothers of, of tomorrow is, is those purpose-led brands. One thing that I wanted to ask is how has Whole Kids made an impact on its purpose? Like is there some way you measure it at all? We do measure it. We bring everything back to it. So when we meet as a team, we have quarterly meetings. When we decide the strategic direction of the business, it all has to relate and align with our purpose. Um, how we're living and breathing it, we're doing it in so many ways through our product being organic and good for the environment, through our commitment to achieving net carbon zero neutral, through the programs that we're, we've implemented over the years. We donate a percentage of sales revenue regardless of profit to purpose and to achieving social equity for children. So we've rolled out some incredible campaigns we're incredibly proud of that just come back to, you know, they're all about purpose really. Yeah. Look, one of the things that I wanted to ask you is that you've now been marketing to mothers for, you know, more than 15 years. I'd love to ask you, what are three tips that you'd share with business owners and marketers who are listening? Uh, In marketing to mothers, I think just being real, being able to relate to them and understand that, you know, they come from all walks of life. So I think traditionally, you know, big FMCG companies had this vision of what a mum was, you know, and you'd see these beautiful uh, videos of a stereotypical mum, you know, changing her baby or whatever it was. But I think, you know, there is within mums, there are so many different views, different people. And I think it's really being cognizant of that in, in terms of marketing campaigns and marketing activity that you're not just talking to one audience Uh, and I think for us too an important thing is we really see that we have two customer groups so yes we have mums who make the purchase decision but children need to love the product as well and so all of our focus groups around product development and taste testing and the things that we send to market we have focus groups with kids as well to get their buy-in because their taste preferences and profiles are quite different. Oh, I love that. And all your comments there really echo our Marketing to Mums research where mums all over Australia are telling us that brands need to be more relatable, more real and uh, making sure that they're niching down on who their core type of mum is as well. Have you noticed any changes in the purchasing behaviours of mothers since the pandemic? Do you think that purpose has become more or less important to them? Yeah, I think purpose has become front and centre, really. I think everyone is questioning as a result of the pandemic what's important to them. I think nutrition and keeping family healthy and providing kids with good nutrition and building their immune systems uh, we're seeing is really important. So, you know, in our range we're launching all sorts of functional benefits as well, really good prebiotics, probiotics just to improve children's gut health. Parents really care about the future of their children and uh, what's happening in the world sustainability as well is really front and centre. Yeah, that's certainly something that came up in our research as well, that trend for sustainability whilst was there before the pandemic, it has certainly been accelerated. So I would echo those. How did the pandemic impact your business, I guess, operationally and financially? 
Yeah, well, I think operationally, we one of our big channels was also food service and through the airlines and um, different venues that we support uh, parents with uh, all suddenly ground to a halt. So that was about 30% of our revenue we lost. So we had to quickly regroup and we realised that that was also, I guess, a channel that was really good volume, it was really good margin. And so we were reliant on the supermarkets. And so we had to really ask for them for support. But we also had a lot of stock that was sitting in our warehouse that was potentially going to go out of date. So we reached out to another retailer just to say, can you help us? And within 24 hours, they'd responded, which is fantastic. And that's led to some new business. But I think one of the biggest things for us was, and this comes back to purpose, I was really concerned about how, you know, as everyone was managing the kids in their household, juggling working, school, you know, and all of the fear that was going around uh, this pandemic and, and how it would all play out. And we decided we just really wanted to support parents with good quality nutrition in their homes. We'd never really focused on e-commerce as a channel. It was a very small percentage of our business. And so we got together with an organisation called Kids Co, who was providing education and support for parents by way of online programs for children at home. So you know, mums could get on and work if they needed to. And we teamed up with them so that we were providing really good quality education and nutrition. So it was just one less thing uh, that needed to be thought about so that it would also give families a space to focus on, you know, dealing with what was happening for them in their world. And uh, as a result of that, we saw sort of, you know, subscriptions, our products just went through the roof, our sales. So, you know, it's encouraged us to think more closely about how we can continue to develop that relationship with families and support them not only through product but also through content and advice and, um, you know, other things that we can also do as a business. Oh, look, I love that. It's a really smart collaboration that you did there as well. Needing an energetic, dynamic speaker at your next conference or event? Katrina McCarter, your host of Marketing to Mums, the podcast, speaks around the globe on all aspects related to marketing effectively to mums. You can download her speaker kit at katrinamccarter.com or contact her directly on LinkedIn via her profile, Katrina McCarter. I have been following the whole kids journey for some time now and one thing that I've observed uh, more recently is that you've typically sought out your investment via the VC route but I've noticed that you've changed your investment strategy and I've seen that you've now turned to crowdfunding over the last year or so and I'm really curious to kind of understand what motivated you to change your investment strategy you know was that purpose related and learn about how successful crowdfunding's been for you. Yeah, so absolutely it was purpose-related. Again, we sat through many, many meetings looking. We knew we needed investment to grow. We met with VCs, uh, went through the traditional cap raise uh you know, channels, but with every meeting, invariably I was sitting in front of men who were very disconnected from the brand, uh, who didn't understand the opportunity, who really weren't consumers of our products. And you talk about exit, and I think that's really important for a business, and we are about profit with purpose. But for us, it was just, I, I really felt that, you know, one of the things for me over the years has been, been finding the right team around me, and whether it's employees, getting the right combination of skill set. And values and there's been times where we've got that wrong and when you get it wrong it's not a good thing 
but when you get it right, you know, there's so much power in that. And I felt that investment, you know, that it's the single biggest decision as a business we're going to make who comes into our business for the longer term. And, you know, I'd heard it was suggested that we look at crowdfunding because we are a business that's really based on community and we have so many engaged and passionate customers and the more I looked about it the more I felt that we'd been supported by so many customers over the years and we should give them an opportunity to to continue to come on the journey with us and be on it and to realize a return from the business and I felt strongly that people should uh, have the opportunity to invest in brands they love so to me crowdfunding was just the perfect way to sort of raise the investment and to create excitement for the brand and then you know to also have this crowd behind us of advocates who are supporting us and believing and sharing our message so it's been a phenomenal result the first raise we raised 1.2 million dollars from 600 investors many of the women's networks got on board so with them they also bring a crowd of of close to two million mums, so uh, and and we're out uh, at the moment. We're we're just about to close our second raise, and again, that's been as successful. So great stories to come out of it. Not only customers, but retailers who we we've worked with over the years who just love what we do. So we've had buyers get involved, we've had distributors, we've had you know marketing teams, nutritionists, people who just want to help in other ways than just the capital, and just want to see us succeed. I just think that is absolutely magical. And I really want to say congratulations. I mean, what I've been watching in my social media feed has been just the really influential and incredible mum-led businesses who have got some really large businesses, um, Kate Morris from Adore Beauty and Emma Isaacs and uh, Belinda Jennings, like a, a number of them getting behind and backing you, which I think has been really wonderful and shows the power in those mum networks as well. For sure. And I think too, mums want to be financially independent. And I think this, you know, one of the other great things that happened was I was getting calls from a lot of women saying, I've never invested before. This is something I really want to do. How do I go about it? What does it all mean? And I think it's kind of opened that up too, which is great. Oh, that's a really interesting opportunity there that's opened up in itself. But listen, partnerships are a passion of mine. I loved hearing about that early collaboration that you just said to us a few minutes ago. I wanted to ask you, how partnerships have played in scaling whole kids. I am doing my research. I read up that you have recently inked a massive partnership deal with Pink Fong. Can you tell us about who they are and what does it involve? Yeah, so Pink Fong produced the, and most mums will know this, the uh, Baby Shark song that uh, is the highest clocking ever YouTube video with 9.5 billion views around the world. So the people from Baby Shark, we were looking at um, an opportunity in South Korea for our business and happened to have a contact in with the people at Pink Fong who approached us and said they would just absolutely love to work with whole kids in collaboration to um, take Baby Shark by whole kids into uh, South Korea and East Asia. So we sort of discussed that and looked at the opportunity and, yeah, we've signed that up. So that will be happening in the new year, which is incredible and is really going to help us scale our business into Asia in a big way. Absolutely. So I guess that leads me into my next question. What is next for whole kids? <laughs> so I guess for us as a business, it's about the more we grow, the more we can affect change. And, um, you know, we have this also beautiful partnership with Plan International where I led a, a group of girls over to a project in Cambodia 
2019, just prior to COVID. And, um, you know, it was just this incredible experience and we want to create more change around the world. And for me, I was taken back to that time in Indonesia, but my daughter was with me. And um, so personally, I think, you know, we really want to continue to go up. We will continue to go up against the big guys for sure and just show that there is a better way of doing business we want to position whole kids as a leader in kids health globally and to continue to improve, you know provide programs that improve social equity for children and equality for girls so we have big plans on the horizon and um, we just continue to go and to um, to create change wherever we can oh that's so awesome now Monica if people wanted to learn more about you or delve into your purpose and your products for that matter at whole kids what's the best way for them to do so Checking out Whole Kids, either our website, wholekids.com.au or whole underscore kids is our social handle or myself, Monica Meldrum, Monica underscore Meldrum. That's fantastic. I will make sure that they all go into the show notes so our listeners can uh, can easily access those. Hey, Monica, I'd really like to thank you for sharing your business journey with us and for really talking about the power of purpose and how it's played out in your business. Thank you very much for being part of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. Thanks so much, Katrina. I really appreciate you having me and it's so nice to reconnect again. <laughs> I know, it's been too long. Thank you. Yeah. you enjoyed that interview with Monica as much as I enjoyed recording it. She really is one of the most inspiring leaders that I've had the opportunity to get to know over the past five or six years. And I think you'd agree that she is driven, passionate, and definitely purposeful. Now, if you want to learn more about the whole kids business and the role of purpose, please head over to our website for the show notes. And until next time, thanks for listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.